Thanks for subscribing to KHOL and listening to the Teton Sports Talk podcast, the number one sports talk show in the great state of Wyoming. This episode of Teton Sports Talk is brought to you by Swamp Ass Sponge. When you're thinking SOS, rely on SAS. Hey there, man. You're sitting down. On the toilet, at work, maybe taking a pee, I don't know. Get a little extra time in on Teton Sports Talk or your other favorite podcast. When you're thinking about that next barbecue you want to go to and the cute girl you want to talk to, confidence issues can be real when it comes to swamp ass in the middle of summer. It's July, and holy hell, none of us have AC around here. I know exactly what it's like. I hope that I don't have to change my shorts four times a day. This is your co-host, Graham Trainer. I'm a known free baller, mud flapper, hanging loose, whatever the kids call it these days. Women, we're with you. 12 weeks out of the year are hell. Ours run consecutively. Summer can be rough. There's a lot of sweat that builds up down there. We have something for you that's going to change your life. It's a pad that comes in small, medium, large, and extra large for your Uncle Frank. It's made out of poly spandex and cotton and absorbs up to... Five gallons of meat, beer, or horny sweats on a daily average. And we also have one that you can use at work. So whether at work or on the go at a barbecue, Swamp Ass Sponge is going to turn around your day. When you're thinking SOS, rely on SAS. Swamp Ass Sponge is dry clean only. Side effects include herpes, thick dingleberries, CTE, ED, AIDS, headaches, sore throat, diarrhea, your girlfriend cheating on you, suicide, low tire pressure. Hey, you want to hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, here we are on 89.1 KHOL, and we are in the midst of our summer membership drive. Uh, Trainer and I went on last night. And we're time warping is actually tonight. We'll still we'll still hear recording late because we so love you. So good at this. You're like seven three three five four six five. Call us. Give us your money. But what were you saying? I was good at. Oh, you're like Doc from Back to the Future. You just know exactly. Marty, Marty, Marty. We're going. To, we're gonna go backwards a little bit to last night. I don't think he. I don't think he's a, that. Like he's. You sound like like a foreman or something. You don't think Christopher Lloyd sounds like that? In Back no, to the he's like Marty, Marty, Marty. All right. He's like very surprised. I think Chris Wright smoked Scott. more cigarettes than you think he did. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt that. But we're in the midst of our membership drive. Call in 733-5465. Give us your monies. Give us your support. We had an electric hour last night. There were people coming in and volunteering services as we're doing the membership drive saying, hey, put this down, make it 100 bucks. They'll give three, three massages from me. It was just great. Great electricity, great energy. Thank you, family, loyal listeners of Teton Sports Talk. You made it rain up in here. I didn't see the uh, gift, uh, thank you gift level for your massages. Did you say you're offering massages? No, no. Oh, okay. Someone in, came in. They read it. They, she went through the paperwork. I saw it. Abiyasa. He's yeah. He, uh, he's got a bunch of them actually. He's very very generous with the. No, with did the you hands. see the other? Did you see the other? Uh, uh, woman walk in. Oh, yeah, the impromptu one. The impromptu one. With That's the what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was a small chihuahua. His name's Theo. That shout out to Theo. Nice, always nice to meet a dog, and then maybe talk to their owner on the side. Also, we got some uh, we got some fan mail from a loyal listener named Troy Zeman. Oh boy, and he, he asked it. He asked a very a good question whether the goring Ooh. of a teen in South Dakota counted towards the over under two and a half. Afraid not. Unfortunately, it's got to be local. Afraid not. Although that would be a one point, and at if we could just get one more point mm-hmm. on this dark bet that we all have, that's a push. Should I take one for the team, Massey? It's. A, oh, I mean, I'm thirty-four. I'm thirty-four and a half. I'm pretty much, you know, you're there in seventeen eighty-one. I'm. I mean, I'm you know yeah. approaching the grave. Yeah, and if you work in the coal mines, my in the, eyes are in going West Virginia. That's about the same age. The hole that, in my back. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm going to do it for you, for us, for the show. Uh, you could have said that holding the back was a grazing, you know, <laughs> a, a bison grazing. Nah, I'm not going to cheat the system. 
All right, so you want to huddle up? Play it as it lies, Massey. Good. I didn't hit a Frankenstein's fat foot, remember? Well done. Um, I kind of want to get to the huddle, but I also was watching some Hall of Fame game highlights, and I heard Ooh. Al Michaels' voice, it's, and I got excited. Yeah. It's a uh, preseason football game. It's a rematch of the 1998 Super Bowl between the Denver Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons. Oh. Yeah, John Elway versus Chris Chandler. None of Terrell those Davis on the versus field. Jamal Anderson. Was anybody on those teams that are currently playing alive in 1998? Maybe a random son of one of those players or one of those players, maybe an assistant coach for one of the teams. All right. So uh, I'm Ron a story a story that coming out of the Hall of Fame game, mm-hmm. our boy Kurt Binkert from UVA threw a touchdown in the opening drive. Went UVA 61. magic continues. There we go. This is the feeling. It's just a feeling that you get now. Chug it, 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 chug um, it. Some, um, should we do the, some, I got some headlines here and I don't know where to put this them. this game? No, from, no. from just the NFL in general. And I don't know whether to put them before the huddle or after the huddle. Cool. And the other thing I wanted to ask you is I need a figure eight <clears throat> recap because I was out of town. So Okay. So the Local figure sports. eights were great. Cool. The figure eights were, uh, Hoff from Hoff's Bikes, Smith. Killed it. Killed the it. The phones are ringing. The, um. Um, membership sh- drive. Oh, the membership drive. Yeah. Well, we're record. They can't hear us now. No. Because it's nine o'clock at night. Yeah. So, call us back in the morning. <laughs> call us back in the morning. That's someone just trying to get in the door. Um. No, Hoff won, and he had a great strategy. I'm not sure if he was, um, the Buck Rail car was just out in the lead, dominating every single heat that he was in. He was crushing Hoff. W- one in advance. One in advanced. Eventually got to we got to the end. He was the buck rail car. No, he Driver? was oh. he was a Hoff car. Hoff car. Yeah. Um. Cool. Melvin, I think Melvin Brewing is another sponsor. Um. No free sponsorships on here, so got yeah. lucky there. Giver. Point being is the buck rail and Hoff were going mono e mono during the last race. Oh, sick! Everyone was trading paint. I saw three cars flipped. I earned I think nine dollars. I came out ahead nine dollars. You made nine dollars on your betting. On my betting. Oh wow! So I had to lose some to win some. In fact, the nine dollars that I won, I borrowed that dollar off a, a friend. I was gonna say, how did you come up with the cash? Because you don't, you know, you don't work in the service industry anymore, like some of us. I was just leveraging myself. Okay, cool. Yeah. So does Hillary keep cash around for you guys, like emergency money, for such occasions? For for like betting. Yeah. For, uh, betting. Yeah, for sports gambling, yeah. she does. I'm like, hey, honey. God. Babe, let's open up the third nice door. Have, nice to have wives. Behind the socks. Yeah. We're gonna have to break some of that out because <laughs> I'm parlaying this and I'm pretty sure I got I'm picking a winner here in Hoff. Nice. Bam. Nine dollars later. Woo. We're getting fried Oreos, baby. Oh, well, well, nice. Yeah. Did you guys did you guys uh go, uh go through with the fried Oreos that night? We we took a lap around the fair mm-hmm. and um, the 4-H wasn't open anymore, so we were kind of disappointed, so we packed it in for the night. Did you get a kiss? Uh, from a sheep. No, oh. I'm kidding. There was closed. <laughs> we, uh, we, uh, might have, I might have, uh, you know, steal, steal, stole a smooch on the Ferris wheel. There you go. That's what I was asking. I got on the Ferris wheel, and I just got one of those, you know, wet ones and just wiped everything down, so oh, I didn't get whatever. Not one of those wet ones. Not, no, not a wet kiss. No, more, yeah. more like a anti, uh, those th- what are those things called? Wet naps. Wet naps. Like after chicken wings. Basically, when you you when you use hand sanitizer, but it's on a cloth, and it just kills everything and promotes the super bug that's going to eventually wipe us all out. Kills ninety nine point nine percent of germs, except for that one super bug that it doesn't kill. Hey man, and they're all going to team up. You don't, have you ever heard about this? No, no, no. I was going to say, speaking of chicken wings, wives, beer, sports. This is where you go. Teton Sports Talk eighty nine one KHOL. Right now? This is a quick plug. You know, we're, oh. we're doing the membership drive. Oh, right. Yeah. 733. Just we are plugging the show. Okay. Plug our show on our show. Mm-hmm. You should listen to us right now. And you should listen to us Fridays 2 to 3. And you should download our podcast. All right. Let's huddle up. I got a f- quick side note. I got a f- uh, Ferris wheel kiss on Wednesday night. So, uh, Oh, there you go. Congrats on this lobby seconds. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sports fans, let's do the huddle. It's the good news of the week. It is the critical number of the week, and it's something that you are stuck on. Your good news of the week. That brawl between Cincinnati Reds, Pittsburgh Pirates, was 
pretty awesome. Oh, uh, it's hilarious. I mean, it, it turns into a dance party at the end every time. But, you know, I mean, it was, it was wild and wacky. Lots of good uh, four-letter words said via uh, what you, li- lip reading. And yes. there was guys getting, you know, just pummeled or... There were some, like, backup catchers just getting stampeded. Like, hey, yeah, what's stampeded, going on out yeah, here? Bottom and of the just, huddle. I mean, bottom of the uh, the pack when you're like... You yeah. Know, like, Amir Garrett, it's like 6'8", throws 102 miles an hour. I mean, that guy and was then he pissed. Just, yeah, so he goes... Scary. So the pitcher, who's 6'8", just comes goes storming at the... Which I've never seen he before. He requests from the manager that I'm going to go over and just blow up their bullpen i mean their uh dugout and he just runs over there yeah the and manager goes all right give me your glove go for it yeah wait first give me the ball because we don't want <laughs> i've you never seen that before the manager's being like hey dude chill out or you know you can go home you can go you can go sit it out go ice it off instead he's like give me your glove go fight go fight get that out of here it was awesome uh what's funny the guy um uh, um chris archer the backup catcher for the pirates is like hey what's going on out here starting pitcher Oh, I thought he was a backup. No, he's a starting pitcher. He got oh. traded to the Pirates last summer. He got destroyed. He did get destroyed. I feel um, bad for him. Puig? Plug? Plug. Plug. Puig. Puig. Yasiel Puig. He's traded. He doesn't even know that he's not Bef- a Cincinnati got Red traded anymore. literally minutes before the brawl, too. And he just was like, you know what? I'm just going to go beat face. Yeah. Um, And he's getting mad at everyone. He's mad at his teammates. He's mad at every, and then a manager gets in the mix too. Yeah. It's like, what? Why do they hate All each managers other? Managers did. There was the assistant managers, uh, David Eckstein. He got his butt kicked. He was the guy with the scrapes on at the end. Yeah, yeah. Glenn Hurdle. I don't know who the Reds manager is the one that let Amir Garrett just go run over and start fighting. Uh, but yeah, Puig was funny because I guess he's in the. Is, is, do you have your? Do, do players have their iPhones in the back of their pockets when they're playing in the outfield now? Because you just like his. His agent's like, LOL, going to Cleveland soon. And he's probably like, okay. Okay. And he's like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to have some fun before. Some... It's a great way to leave Cincinnati. He did get to drive up north to uh, Cleveland and play for the Indians. Is that, is that where the, how the, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know how that's, if, the, if that geography is correct. It is. Cleveland's on a lake. Cincinnati's near north. Yeah. Oh, okay. Northeast. Um, My good news of the week was exactly that baseball's relevant by fighting. Oh. And, trade so, de- and the trade deadline, which we'll get to later. Oh, we'll get to that. There, oh, Trevor Bauer also threw a ball over center field fence in a fit of rage mm-hmm. when he got pulled. Mm-hmm. That guy's a moron. He is. And he gets pulled. He was getting pulled after 120 pitches, which is outrageous amount of pitches to throw in a game anyway. Oh, really? Oh, he's a huge. So he's, he's done. A, yeah, 100, he's just, 100 pitches is the max, right? But guess where, he's, guess where he went? To the Reds, where he can fight more and throw, throw oh. balls into the. Yeah. He got traded for Puig straight up. Oh. Isn't that funny? And he's a hothead, and he's going to come over, and he's going to be happy to fight against the Pirates or whoever else wants to brawl. Good job, baseball. And he's a pitcher, and he's sensitive, so you did it's perfect. It. Yeah. You did it. Um, my critical number, this is no surprise, $100 million. Uh, Michael Thomas, Drew Brees' favorite target. $61 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I'll let you guess how much money he's going to make this season. Uh, 30 surprise 1.148 million. He's oh. still on his rookie contract. Wait, how'd they do this? Well, they, they're going to pay him. His contract starts next year. They give him an extension. Oh, he sat out this year. I, I think it's one of those things where, gosh, are we like, are we thinking, are we paying the wide receiver thinking that Drew, Drew Brees, like, come on. If, if they win the Super Bowl, Drew Brees retires, right? Sure. But they were on the cusp last year. The NFC South has gotten worse. Cusp last two years. Yeah, well, they, I mean, got, they got screwed. Bad, yeah, bad uh, defensive call last year or no call. Okay, you want to hear before that the tough uh, uh, Stefan Diggs from Minnesota catching it over yes the corner or or defensive back from New Orleans Minnesota advances. Yeah, the um, two years in a row. It's tough. Goodell is putting three refs under oath. That were on the field for the Rams Saints game. What? And talking about it. What Under I don't know oath? what that's gonna do. What I swear to God, I missed it. Like Goodell. <laughs> what <sighs> is this just pre- is this, this is just Sean Payton being like, I want them under oath. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> that's you basically. need me on that wall. And the ref's gonna go, You're right, you undercovered an underground gambling ring where we fixed the games. Sorry, Goodell. This is where Goodell's going with this. He's taking people in the courtroom and making them 
I mean, what does it? What does that mean? Like, and then you're perjury, and then you're fired. Like, what happens? You're fired. I, I have no idea. Hey, you know how I feel about Goodell. You know how I feel about Goodell. I don't bring it up because it's kind of generic. I mean, not just generic, but it's repetitive. Just bring up Goodell. Yeah, a lot of those four-letter words that the Reds and Pirates are saying to each other, I say about Goodell in my sleep a lot, or just like at work. This needs to be negotiated. Mm-hmm. His power needs to be negotiated in the next. God, uh, so bad. What's it? FBA. CBA. CBA. Collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, that needs to be addressed. Judge, jury, executioner makes way too much money. I mean, I, yeah, whatever. So three refs going under us. So stay tuned for that. Good job, Goodell. Um, Something that you are stuck on, Graham. I don't get a critical number anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. What's Sheesh. your critical number, bro? 89.1 KHL. Please call in. Membership drive. That's one of my three critical numbers. For uh-huh. me. Number two, 22 days till real football, meaning college football. August 31st. August 30. Yeah, 29. Oh, there's Miami, probably. Uh, Miami plays Florida. I just saw that. It was like a oh. headliner game. Hey. Hey, oh. All right. Week one. And I'll let you guess my second one. 37th? 37th is the rank that Zeke Elliott got in the top 100 NFL players. That's that's a little low. But um, 37th, oh, terrible uh, you said team. rank, and you almost had it. The Who's ranking in the coaches poll. They had 30 votes to be – they're the others receiving votes at the oh, bottom. Oh, 30 votes, but 37th if you count out uh, 26, 27, 20. Oh, there oh, we are. Yeah. At 37th. Yeah. Thirty-seven behind Virginia Tech. Give me a break. This is our year. Um, yeah, I'm really worried about Virginia getting expectations in football. That is usually that's fair. We talked that about that is last usually week. very. Mm, it's a sign that's like mm, mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah, maybe not yet. Yeah. So we have potential. That's about it. Potential. We play Pitt first thing. So we'll see. And they won the division last year at uh, a whopping seven and seven. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we God, shall coastal. see. Really want to put ourselves on coastal. the inside coastal track along. for the coastal. Yeah. Um, something I'm stuck on, and it is just that Zeke Elliott. God, we were really cycling today. Um, he's down in Cabo right now. Mm-hmm. But here's the headline that you might have missed, Dallas fans. On January 11th, 2017, is that no, date yeah, ring about? It's the car thing. He <laughs> smashed into someone's BMW. They had to. Who hasn't? They, he, him running a red light because he was late to practice. Who hasn't? And he, they say that he probably would have been in concussion protocol by because the tow trucks, the impact was so large, the tow trucks had to pull the two cars apart. Such a badass. And I just would like to go ahead and put this down on the record that I am. I think Zeke Elliott might be a, the most terrible human being he's in a, the NFL right now. He's a car wreck himself. He he, he's a train wreck. Assault charges, male and female, against him. There are cover ups. There's cover downs where he he uh, exposed the woman on the float. Yeah, so that's I think that falls under the assault category. So this guy thinks he's above the law, probably because he's been the man on campus, and because he was he recruited by who? Urban Meyer. Booyaka shot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Booyaka shot. Urban Meyer, just. Faking sickness, Dirt getting paid. Yep. Or my, he is such a villain on this Ugh. show. Yeah, in life too. But that's something I'm stuck on. I'm tired of yep. this. Jerry Jones has come out and said we're not going to quote set the market for yep. running backs, that which my, is a decent, stuck. which is a decent Zeke, thing to say. Sure. Zeke versus Gurley. Gurley has a four years, fifty-seven million dollar contract, which is not going so well because he was uh, MIA in the playoffs. Dude, his is, knee. Yeah. So it's like running and they backs. they pulled somebody off the street that you, produced yeah. a lot. So it's like running backs are not making a great case no, for themselves. You, you pay elite defensive backs. You pay elite defensive linemen. You pay quarterback. And you pay, pay receivers these days. And like running backs, I mean, it's kind of one of those things I feel bad for him. But at the same time, if especially with Zeke, Todd Gurley's not such a uh, yeah. dump head that like I feel that Zeke is definitely not at all. My, uh, myself trying to I'm trying to be more on the I'm trying to look on trying to look at the out on from the outside into the Cowboys nation and be mm-hmm. a little more self-aware self-aware all right he doesn't deserve it he's he deserves the Cowboys he deserves to play out his contract for what he's done and how much of a pain in the butt he's been over these you know first three or four years if they were just <sighs> paying talent 
they would pay him a lot, but yes. they can't just pay talent yeah, because his market. personal his yeah. personal issues are overwhelming. Yeah, when's it gonna stop? Um, I have before we sign off. I have another another just great thing. Have you have you heard of Vic Fangio? How do the you say Bron- the Broncos head coach? Broncos head coach. Yeah, ex Bears defensive coordinator. Um, the has he- a kidney stone. Still hasn't passed it. He's out there coaching. Oh, what a currently with. I thought you talking about the music thing where he said he no music during practice or whatever because he's kind of old school. He's like oh, he's getting his first head coaching job at like eighty seven. Yeah, or something. he's just trying to figure that part yeah. out. He's just little- no, the kids <laughs> like to listen to music. Those guys they like to listen to music. God, that was that Old Town Road song. Oh my God! <laughs> I, actually, I've, I'm on Faggio's side. I can't hear I think this song one more time. I think it's the ultimate just water break old football town guy thing to do is to be like, yeah, well, I had a kidney stone and uh, <laughs> well, I didn't get rid of it, but I passed the kidney stone. It's the Hall of Fame game, so I better get out there and coach. Yeah, I passed my kidney stone. Sounds like a good country western song. I mean, I passed my kidney stone in halftime. I feel like Bradley Cooper sang that in Star Is Born. Maybe. Yeah. Sports fans, when we come back, we're going to be talking. Let me shuffle my papers here. The state of the QB. So, NFC South. In the NFC South. Edition. Stay, stay tuned. This is Teton Sports Talk here on 891 KHOL. Hey, you want to hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, we are back here on 89.1 KHOL, and we are in the midst of our membership drive. Call us, 733-5465. There are people standing by to answer the phone. Last night, Teton Sports Talk went live on Thursday night, and we had loyal listeners call in. We want to thank you for that. We had loyal listeners write emails when um, we needed it most. Guys, you make this station run. You make this show run. So call us, 733-5465. Do it. Give us some money. Keep the dream alive. It's tough. Rent's tough. Everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. But especially K-12's rent is very tough. Very tough. I can't even talk. We got the tower on Snow King. Got to keep that thing going. Mm -hmm. That's a lease. And, yeah, a lot of other things. Employment for for some great people that work here. Robin Vincent, Emily Cohen. Um, it's been, yeah, it was fun. Did four o'clock through seven yesterday with them and then came over, did the, uh, pre-production meeting for Teton sports talk with the croissants on the table and some Miller lights. And we had a great time and we'll probably leave here around 10 tonight. Yeah, so maybe that's a, that's called a six hour shift, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do here. That's what we bring to you, the listener <laughs> for what the joy of it all. But we're, we we uh, teased this segment yesterday on the um, on live on air state of the QB. We're going to go to the NFC South, which I think is the dirty South. I think it's kind of I don't know if it's the most interesting, but it's kind of interesting mainly because of uh, do the Falcons stink? We don't know. Mm-hmm. That's always a question. Mm-hmm. Atlanta sports. Fans stink. Are, are we going to go to the Super Bowl <laughs> or are we going to miss the playoffs? Are we going to? We don't know. Are we Falcons gonna, fans? Are we going to play music noise, fake fan noise inside the Georgia Dome mm-hmm. in order to sound like there's more people there and then they're more rowdy? Right. That's actually happened. That's a true story. There's, there, I mean, that happens a lot. Chick Fil A open. It's Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. Why is there a Chick Fil A in the stadium? Yeah. I don't get it. Why is Arthur Blank still trying to grow a mustache? Don't. Yeah, Ugh. Arthur. Anyway, so well, should we? <laughs> Should we start there with the Falcons? We just sure. teased it. Matt Ryan, he's in his umpteenth year. Julio Jones should be the highest paid receiver, according to a lot of people, but Michael Thomas is such. Took over. Um, Julio Jones, no, I, we know each other intimately. And, That's true. And I'm just wondering, um, I'm just wondering how we're going to do. What's, what's up in Atlanta? I'm confused. I, I'm going to say they're going to miss the playoffs. You just said how we're going to do. Have you, have you swapped? Have you swapped? Have you switched over to the Falcons? No, no, no. Did Dawson, how put, you up gonna Did Dawson put you up to this? They're going to do it. Okay. I swallowed the TH. <laughs> they're uh, Calvin Ridley, your boy from Alabama. Love him. Uh, Devonta Freeman at running back. Now that uh, Coleman is out of town, he's on the 49ers. So he's going to have the load for himself. We'll see how he does. Definitely has some injury problems the past couple of years. So those are the weapons. Grady Jarrett on the defensive side, probably their best defensive player. Uh, Dan Quinn in his fifth year 
as head coach. He's a defensive mining guy. He came over from the Seattle Seahawks via defensive coordinator after their two Super Bowls, one they won, one they lost because they didn't run Marshawn Lynch on the one-yard line. Uh, but Grady Jarrett's awesome from Clemson, mm-hmm. ACC. And, yeah, I think the Falcons in this division, it's a tough division. This division is, I mean, it's all the quarterbacks are noteworthy. No, nobody's nobody's dumpy. I'd say – Jameis Winston is dumpy. But he gets, he has he has such a high ceiling, though. Like, he's not – What do you mean? He is – he can – not help himself, but we throwing gotta, interceptions, but right before he hits the ground, flat on his back. Are you trying to like go he right just, into the box? He now? just throws. He just throws the ball twenty feet up in the air, just past the defensive lineman. It's like in like five hundred style, and the linebackers just come in and swoop it up. Like it, Jameis Winston is a bad NFL quarterback. Okay, he's still he's still he's better than Mariota, who went behind him in that draft. I think that Jameis has more promise still. Than we Mariota. just got finished bashing Mariota last week. I just said Mariota stinks. I think Jameis Winston still has. I think he has it in him. I think Bruce Arians coming in be his first year. Do you want to just jump into the box? Let's just do it. All right, cool. Um, I think they're going to tank so they can get Tua. Oh, they're going to stink. But I think I Jameis, think they're going to tank to get Tua. No. Yeah, everyone. No. Everyone's on the get Tua Tua tank train. No, no. Tua, tanking for Tua. Oh man. New segment. Who's tanking for Tua? Who's tanking Leader for Tua? right now? Bucks. I think the Giants will probably already say Dan Quinn or what's his name? Dan Daniel Jones stinks. Tua and Saquon. I Barclay, think Daniel Jones starts after the bye week. And Whenever what? that is for the Giants. Man, it's but, probably like week thirteen. My brain's on the spot here. Oh, who really needs a quarterback in the next I guess the Jaguars kind of do because Nick Foles is Saint Nick, but he's older. Sure. And they sign him for a little bit. Oh, man, that's tough. Maybe, well, maybe the Titans tank for him for Tua. Tanking for Tua. It's a new. It's going to be a new segment. Hand, handing off to Derrick Henry, who's already hurt. Uh, Bucks. Jameis Winston. Uh, Mike Evans. Uh, they got the Peyton Barber versus Ronald Jones backfield battles still going on in training camp. Uh, Chris Godwin, fantasy sleeper. Uh, Chris and o- Godwin. OJ Howard. Another OJ. This team. This. It's funny. All these Alabama players in the South. Um, they like OJ, to keep him OJ, OJ Howard's elite. It will be elite as a tight end. I oh, think. I was about to say. Well, he, not yet. Not there yet. What's he? Third year. Yes. So this is kind of like this is a year. Too bad his quarterback can't throw it to him. This is a jump up year. Mike Evans though is, I love Mike Evans. Isn't isn't OJ Howard like six nine? Yeah, he's he's. Then if if Jameis throws the ball towards the clouds, it'll sometimes reach Mike Evans, who's like six ten. Yeah. Or OJ Howard, who's six nine. I think I think OJ Howard is probably busy running his route. And I'm not sure if that football is close. All right, <laughs> still, just, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a Jameis bet at right. some point. I, I got to figure out like exactly what that's gonna mean. So we're thinking bottom of the division for this team, five right? and eleven. All right, that's not that's not four eh, four and twelve. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Falcons. I, think that's right. I should have said something. I'll say. Whew, I say they just missed the wild card spot nine, at like nine, seven and nine. Oh, seven and nine, not nine yeah. and seven. Hmm. Man, is that gonna be the end of Dan Quinn? Uh I'm gonna go nine and seven. All right. Yeah. I don't I think they'll, that, I think they'll miss. I think they'll miss. Oh, I said they'll just miss Julio, at seven and nine. Julio has so many lower body injuries and they just keep stacking up. I'm just kinda worried and about they, that for him. For whatever remember when he didn't score a touchdown for like six weeks last yeah. year? That yeah. was kind of weird. Yeah. They just box him up in the um So Bucks, Falcons, we both had them out of the playoffs. I, the other thing is, though, I don't believe in um, Cam Newton because he just had sh- oh. shoulder surgery. Oh! If he throws the ball, is his sh- arm going to stay on his body? Well, maybe he just has to throw little baby passes to McCaffrey, and it'll be okay. Okay, so McCaffrey's going to be electric this year. That's what all yes. the experts are saying. Yes. Why is that? Because he's a white man running back in the NFL. They've always been elite. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Okay, I was but, about to say like Ooh. no, but it's it's he's he's definitely like a unicorn out there, and he's an amazing pass catcher. He's like a slot receiver who's faster than your Julian Edelman or um, Danny Amendola or Wes Walker type. So he does line up in the slot a little bit. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, he what, what do you call that? What do you call that route on Madden where like running backs back here and he runs like oh the roller the roller the wheel the wheel the wheel route. 
He runs the wheel route very really well. Hot route. Uh, the wheel route. He runs very well out of the backfield. You go like in between, like the left or the right. You just go right tackle, the right dead, guard, dead space behind out. the defensive. Yeah, end. you sneak out there and you're fast, you're quick, like uh, McCaffrey is, Christian McCaffrey is, and boom, ten yards, bro. All right, give maybe, me maybe a, maybe a uh, run all the way. You know, break some tackles. All right, I want to give you a bold prediction for the Panthers. Okay, five and eleven. Ooh, yep. Oh, I'll go over that for sure. All right, what do you got? Uh, I'll go. Eight, I'll go eight and eight. So we're just saying that the Saints have this this division locked up. I think right? so. I think so. They're going to have trouble with the Falcons because they always do. Yeah, and it's a tough division, especially like when opponents play opponents. They all kind of somehow either play down to their competition or play up to it. Um. I think Drew Brees, I think the Saints come in with a chip on their shoulder this year. They have everything they, they've they pieced together, kind of like the the small holes they have in their game, and all, all that they're going to have to do is win games. That's what they have to do mm-hmm. and find ways to win the close ones. I mean, they – they uh, yeah, I'm not – I'm over it. I'm over the pass interference call, I swear. But, no, it's it's still frustrating Quit to crying think. in the Center for the Arts bathroom about that, you know? You heard that? No, it's on, it's on our it's a little It's a little echoey. <laughs> it's a little echoey in there. I think they have the best weapons collectively. Mike Thomas, obviously. Alvin Kamara, awesome. Jared Cook, they added him, tied in. Mm-hmm. Had a great season last year as basically Derek Carr's only he was like decent the third, target for yeah, the Raiders. It's like the third best tight end behind like Gronkowski and the other – Tight end wide receivers. He beat the Cowboys in the playoffs a few years ago with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well. Oh, and I have another idea. I saw this. I can't take full credit for it because I saw Sean Payton said something about it, but I didn't click on I didn't click on the actual link. It just said Zion, Sean Payton. I was like, God, Zion lining up a tight end in the offseason. The Pelicans are gonna be terrible anyway. Like, just go ahead and do it. Yeah, you know what? You should just take the guaranteed money that Pelicans the are gonna LeBron, give you. Yeah. The old LeBron. On the Browns theory, it's now with Zion at tight end. I'm really worried about the <laughs> expectations that Zion is, has put on his shoulders. It's, Shed them. Go play football. Yeah, just you know what? Go to a thing. Kyler Murray. Don't hey, know. I don't want to play baseball. I'm not as good as I, I'm not as good as I. I'm not going to be as good as people think I'm going to be. I'm going to go to the NFL and at least like shed all those expectations from baseball, which is my first sport. Okay. I'm going to try out the NFL. Yeah, I'm just going to get drafted number one and not have any expectations. <laughs> that guy is the, – the sound bites coming out of his camp is he's learned, he needs to learn how to talk to the media. Because yeah. they – I think he is quoted as, I don't feel pressure, which is probably a misquote or I don't feel the pressure or, you know, just Oh, he's like, been terrible for, for uh, interviews for the past eight months. Yeah, you just sure. need to stop yeah. getting those sound bites for people to click on. Yeah. One thing I did want to add was Panthers. I think this is very cool. This might be the fu- the way of the future. Maybe Gronk does this too. But third leg Greg, Greg Olson, he's going to do TV while his uh, foot heals, and then he's going to play like on, get on the field by week seven or eight. What a try hard. He what? really is doing just – You don't the- think that's fun? Like Romo, if Romo was like, oh, somebody needs me, I'm going to go out and play. Oh, it's sorry, like guys. The booth. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Now I like it. I, I think like it's that the new, idea. I think it's a new thing. It's tears, like, tears off his suit. It was like, I, did y'all know a full pads <laughs> underneath this thing? And they're like, yeah, I can't believe someone made you a suit that big. Yeah, your shoulders looked absurd yeah. under that suit. And, and you've been wearing we the you helmet. Pads on. You legitimately have been wearing a helmet this entire time. And then he rips off that suit, ready to go. And Greg Olsen's out there for the five games that he is good for. Yeah. I really like Greg. Even when I'm doing this show, I'm still ready to play golf at any time. Yeah, you. <laughs> That's just exactly the same thing. I know, I know. Your shorts, you always have shorts on, ready to rock. Well, I mean, it's summer. It's hot, bro. Just golf shorts, whatever. Golf shorts, all sorts of shorts. So when we come back, okay, wait, hold on. Saints record. I'm saying ten plus wins. I'm gonna go. I'll go eleven five. I was about to do that. I'll go twelve and four. Then twelve. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. 12, I don't know if four. I can do it. How about like, this? Seven three three, five four six five. Calls, please donate. We need as much strength financially as we can get. Anything you got? What do you got in your bank account? We'll take that. If it's, yeah. if that's too high, well, uh, we the monthly thing. We're like I do. I still pay for my hoodie monthly, ten dollars a month. That works well too. Yeah, so anything, we love that. Anything we'll take. 
we got rent, we got bills, and we want to keep living this dream. We want to keep doing a sports show. We got Todd. It brought us closer together. Yes. Yeah. So as friends, as as fr- as friends and family. All right, you gotta sign off and start crying. Okay. And and I want. I love you, man. Kids, well. Oh uh, no. Stay tuned. Hey, you wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak. Nobody get choked. Sports fans, we are back here on 89.1 KHOL in the midst of our summer membership drive. Call us 733-5465. For those of you who are out of state, that is 307-733-5465. Call us, give us your monies, because we want them to put them to good use to create content like this. And even if you think it's money that's just going to be, you know, floating in the limbo, we have gifts, thank you gifts for each tier Usually it's $35 level, $60 level, $89 level, $120 level. We have some sweet items. We also have giver swag, uh, travel, coffee mugs, hoodies, t-shirts, and the truck the hats. hats. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. what's what's funny is um, it took me a while to understand what it was when I wasn't a part of KHOL. I was like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? I give you 35 bucks and you give me 25, yeah. 25 back? It is that. It's exactly that. You come in and say, hey- Here's at the $35 level, here's 35 bucks. And there is something that's uh, a local business has given us, like a gift card, and said, yep. hey, if you give to KHOL, we'll give you 25 bucks to come to Grand Teton Brewing. Hell Boom. yeah. Uh, 89 bucks. Hoback Sports said, hey, if someone gives you 89 bucks, KHOL, we'll give them a free bike tune. Great bike tunes. So done three of them. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's easy peasy. Just call in 733. I didn't know how to finish that one. <laughs> 733-5465. Make us feel the love. Speaking of which, you love baseball. I love baseball, Massey. And you don't get to talk about it a lot, so I'm not going to eat into your time as as dun, much as I dun, want to. Dun, but right dun, now, dun, there's a significant dun, 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 dun. date in baseball. Yes, the trade deadline. The trade deadline. When is that? Did that happen? It's or a hard it? deadline this year. What does that uh, mean? So the the years passed, there was the Verlander trade, which is probably the most significant baseball trade that happened past the deadline in recent memory. The Astros acquired him and ended up winning the World Series because he just went full-on. Bananas? Cat daddy, Kate Upton's my wife. I'm going to crush this. And He's married to Kate Upton? Yeah, bro. I thought the tennis player was married to Kate Upton. Mm-mm. Oh, you're thinking of uh, Annie Roddick and... Uh, Kate Upton. No, not Kate Upton. Oh, man. The other Sports Illustrated supermodel? Yes. Okay. Yes. Another one. Another, I think, okay. Another, you know, another blonde dime. Yeah. Okay. Sports Illustrated. So, yeah. I'll Justin think of her Berlin. name while we're talking. Didn't Tony Romo date one of them? Oh, it's Jessica Simpson. No, that is Candace, and she, ooh, man, she's the sister of, man, you're just throwing throwing heat at me. I'm sorry. I can't get out of the way here. <laughs> like baseball. Like baseball. Let's get back. Inside, outside. Let's get back to the point. Hard deadline, meaning no, nothing past this deadline nope, date. No, I promise you that. Right. No placing players on waivers that can be acquired via trade post-July 31st. So what's happened since Wednesday will forever happen, 2019's baseball season. So what has happened? Has anything big happened? What I miss? Well, I was going to go through the play. I was going to go through the teams in each league, the American League and National League. I was going to say, teams. I was going to say the no, no, not every team, not every team, just the top five teams which get into the playoffs right mm-hmm. now. If the playoffs started today, these five teams would be a part of it. And what they did at the trade deadline to either improve themselves or they just said, eh, we're gonna we're gonna keep going. We're All right, let's, what we got. But where do you want to start? AL or NL? AL. All right, let's start there. So the Yankees have the best record in the American League right now. They're leading the AL East, obviously, with the best record. Uh, They didn't do squat. They said we're good. It's crazy. This is not the Yankees that I grew up with who would acquire the best pitcher and probably two of the best bats on the open market. Don't they have a couple of the best bats, though? They do, but one of them, Giancarlo Stanton, has not been able to stay healthy all year, so... They're kind of, I mean, they have a lot of injuries. Aaron Boone, I will say the past, like, let's say ever since A-Rod retired, mm-hmm. I feel like Joe Girardi and now Aaron Boone has taken over. 
They've done amazing jobs as managers. I always thought being the Yankees manager. I thought the, okay, so, sorry. No, go for it. I thought managers, all they do is listen to the stat guys that basically give them the plan. No. And they're just like the chummy middleman that's like, all right, well, the stat department. That's what they do. The stat department, you, the data guys. Analytics guy. Nerds. You, the nerds. <laughs> funnel in the game plan and the manager's just kind of like the likable go-between guy i mean like aaron judge i thought i thought it was aaron judge yeah aaron judge yeah power, thought, power bat yeah. aaron judge is gonna be like he's healthy right now get out of here nerd but he wasn't healthy all season yeah and so like get out of here nerd and then get out of here, nerd i'm gonna hit home runs and then the gm comes up and then like hey you need to do this and he's like Brian okay Cashman. coach yeah i'll do that yeah, I think that's what the thing is. Well, the thing is, there's it takes two to tango, Massey. Remember how Robin Vincent uh, called me the brains and you the heart. You want to just bring that up? I no, think. I'm, I do. But there's also there's also a lot of heart involved in baseball, and I feel like the Yankees they're at that point where like I think the managers have done such a good job using their heart over oh, the past okay. over the course of the past at least five years. Joe Girardi and uh, Aaron Boone is now at the helm. He is um, he's doing a great job. There's been a lot of injuries this year. They've had their best pitcher, Luis Severino, go down. They've had Aaron Judge, not for at least a third of the year. And Giancarlo Stanton has barely played, I think, 10 games. So And Gary Sanchez is hurt. So I think what they've done is amazing, considering the Yankees of yesteryear, of the 90s, late 90s, you know, early 2000s, early aughts, when they were you know cruising to winning four World Series with Jeter. They've just done a lot. Of, they've done things differently, and I, I respect them a lot more than I did when I was a kid when they were the Duke basketball. Yeah, but they have Don't don't talk about Duke. Don't don't even. They were the Duke even, basketball. The Pelicans. Don't even talk about Duke. No. Um. No. Let's. Okay. So they didn't do anything. Let's let's go to the list. They're hanging let's, out. Let's let's talk about someone who did something. Houston Astros. Great question. Okay. Perfect. Second best record in AL right now. They acquired Zach Greinke. They had the most. They did basically what they did with Verlander. They acquired the best pitcher on the market. Okay. I didn't know Grinky was on the market. They got him for the <laughs> Diamondbacks. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah. Well, Diamondbacks has a pretty good, pretty good bullpen, right? Yeah, and the farm system. You know about that. Um, they acquired Grinky, so now they have Justin Verlander, uh, Garrett Cole, and Zach Grinky. So that three game series, that three out of uh, best of five series, they've got that unlocked. Okay. And then they obviously have the ability to start a series with those three three guys again and maybe the other team scores six runs in three games on those on those oh. two three pitchers so the Astros have made themselves you know as we say with expectations with Virginia it's it's a scary to have expectations mm-hmm. and like have to live up to them but the Astros have already won a yeah, World, series World Series recently two so. years ago so they did a great job I Zach Greinke becoming Un- a okay. trade unfounded bait. expectations yeah. is where is where I get worried. Okay. Now I'm that Virginia's it. won a national championship, the expectation is to get to the final four. Like I can that I can handle better than they look pretty good. Okay. So they're the Virginia basketball of the American League. Sure. Every <laughs> <laughs> sure. Relatable. Relatable. So what else you got? Uh the twins. Exciting story. Rocco Baldelli, first season as manager. Uh kind of an ex. He's a, he's an outfielder who is kind of one of those like gritty you know, lay out for every ball in the outfield. Not, no, not the best batter, but run, like run out every ground ball yeah, kind of guy. Awesome. Try hard. Not ground ball. Well, I mean, ground balls in the outfield are, you know, they come to you, but you know, no, I'm just something like dive. he tries hard. He's a diver. He was a diver. He was a wall smasher. When you go into the wall at the warning track and mm-hmm. you're like, I'll sacrifice my body. What, what about this guy? He's the manager now. Oh, okay. So old players becoming managers, which is fun. Uh, like Jason Kidd. Yes, exactly. All right. Sam Dyson, uh, great arm from the Giants. Who sold off just some of their relief pitchers, but didn't mess with Madison Bumgarner. They kept Madison Bumgarner to make Bruce Bochy's retirement, um, you know, like the Kobe tour, those sort yeah. of things. Where it's like, oh, Dwayne Wade, like it's Bruce Bochy's retirement uh, tour until he's retiring. He's won three World Series for the Giants as manager, so they kept Bumgarner for him, and they traded some relief pitchers. That away. was nice. Him and Bumgarner. Nice. Wait, he deserves the it. Twins did this. So the, the San Francisco San Francisco Giants traded Sam Dyson oh, to, to the, the Twins. Twins needs some bullpen help, but they're, they're uh, a great gotcha. team. All right, so what? Uh, who's who's fourth in the AL? And then we got you're gonna. It's gonna be your favorite, okay? Because of Puig, Puig got traded to the Indians, so they acquired Puig from the Cincinnati Reds. They acquired Fran Mal Reyes from San Diego, so two power bats because they have a great 
starting rotation. They did trade Bauer away, so Puig minus Bauer. Bauer went to the Reds, but they also have Danny Santana, who's coming off Tommy John surgery, or TJS as they call it in the industry. So the Tommy John surgery is the only surgery where your ligament gets better. Yes. Than when you had it. It's kind of like you become, you have a Terminator elbow. Yeah, so I could career. go get Tommy John surgery and become a, a better pitcher. rower. Yeah. yeah. Or I could kayaking. Be. I was trying to bring it back to kayaking for you. Oh, okay. So you could two, kayak could, faster. Yeah. Paddle. That's okay. Paddle the hoe back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Tommy John surgery. <laughs> Indians are starting to, they're rising. They were terrible for a while. They're rising. They're actually flirting with the Indians. I mean, sorry, with the Twins in the, in the AL Central. So you got those teams and you got the Rays and A's fighting for that fifth spot, and they didn't do anything. Okay, well, let's quickly talk about the NL. NL, the Dodgers, they've been crushing. Nothing, just like the Yankees. Dodgers-Yankees stand The Dodgers have been in the mix for the last— They've lost the last two World Series. Yeah. Yeah. So this is it. The third time is the charm. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. It might be an Astros-Dodgers World Series rematch from— Two years ago. When we I liked how everyone was like, oh, Houston, that's not a big enough market. It's like the fourth largest city in North America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like, it's who like cares LA. about baseball in Texas? Yeah. It's like yeah, LA, right? New York. Yes. Uh, Boston. Boston, Houston, or something like sure. that. Yeah. But right. Chicago. Chicago's they probably got two in there teams. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's probably another one. Um, so they didn't do anything. The Braves, uh, Massive. The Braves, Braves are right? in second. Yeah, second best record. They the made League. it through July without tanking. They didn't tank. Okay, well they added, I... they added a bunch of bullpen guys. They got um, Melanson from the Giants. We were talking about Giants getting rid of relief pitchers. Uh, they added Shane Green, great uh, closer from the Tigers. He's going to keep his closer job because they didn't have a good closer. So this is like the biggest need they had was okay. adding the closer. And they got Chris Martin from the Rangers. Um, so yeah, they did what they needed to do. I mean, yeah. Besides the Mobile Bay Bears, yep, which uh, serves the Padres, Padres farm league system. Love farm leagues. Um, who's your favorite bear? Bear? Yeah, on the Mobile Bears. Oh, Mobile Bay Bears. <laughs> the uh, Bay Bears. Jake Peavy. Oh, oh, oh! Like Hall of Famer, Hall yeah. of Fame Mobile Bay Bear. It's Jake Peavy. He pitched. Nice. For, he pitched Mobile for them for Bay like, I like that. nine games. Uh, there was the Mobile Bay Sharks. He shot up through the ranks pretty quickly. Yeah. Jake Peavy did. Um, yeah. It, was pretty, it turns out he was pretty good at baseball. Yeah. I don't know any other Mobile Bay Bears. One of Cy Young. Cy Young winner. Point is, the Braves are the closest thing that I have to a baseball team. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to get Dawson Smith in here to really break it down for us. But I did, go watch the, I did go watch the Fred, the crime dog at first base, and Chipper Jones, and Andrew Jones. And there was... A moment in time when I watch baseball. Yeah, uh, for a name? little bit. Yeah, Ryan uh, Ryan Cle- Ryan Klesko. Yeah, he was Ron at first Gant. for a little bit. Yeah, it's great Yankees team. They won that Greg World Series Maddox. in '96. Yeah, I mean, um, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin. Why wasn't Greg Madison all John Smoltz? He why did why someone was like no he's not an unanimous Hall of Famer. Who? Greg Maddox. That's BS. Who said that? Well, there's just all those like baseball writers that are like, oh, it's got to be pure. No one can be the unanimous Hall of Famer. And then someone got it this year and it was like, why this guy and not? Dude, the Mad Dog. For was, instance, Greg Maddox or something. I mean, Mad Dog was easily a. He was like the. He was the best. He's the best pitching fielder of all time. He won like 40 gold gloves. Didn't he hit, a bunch, didn't he hit a bunch of home runs too? He was like a decent yeah, batter. He was a decent batter. Are we talking about Greg Maddox? I think his farm system numbers weren't so good. Okay, well, let's, yeah. <laughs> that's important. And then uh, Cubs and Cardinals are tied at the top of the NL Central, and they did nothing. Nats Cubs and, and Cardinals? Mm-hmm, they're tied. That's exactly fun. Tied it's, it's a rivalry. Yes, um, very bitter rivalry. Like the, it's like the poor man's Yankees-Red Sox rivalry it's the midwestern yeah the midwest version. the midwest version of the i didn't mean to say poor midwest Uh, that's not what you meant it's kind of like saying second tier or second famous midwesterners please donate to khl seven three three five four six five we'll take anybody's (laughs) money anybody's money um okay and then exciting stuff last thing was just the nats and phillies they're tied in in, in an nl east rivalry have potential to make the playoffs? Yeah, they're they're uh, they're up there in the wild card. They have a wild card spot right now as we speak. So Troy, thanks for your donation. Yeah, and you can go, get to a game. You can take your uh, travel coffee mug to a Nats game. Yeah, you, they have sloshies there. Probably uh, they, if they don't, then I think Jackson Hole might be the epicenter of sloshies. Honestly, yeah, but it's going to be a great race between the NL is going to be a lot. I feel like the NL is going to be more intense. 
down the stretch because Cubs and Cards are tied for their division, and then one of them will have to break down to the wild card range, and then like Nats and Phillies are, you know, it's awesome because Bryce Harper left the Nats for the Phillies. And they're going to have to play each other. They're battling it out. Well, it's super fun is that baseball has figured out a way into which to really get everybody watching at the first part of the playoffs. Yes. Because that win and you're in game. The wild card game. Electric. Yeah. yeah. That's electric. It. It's a it's a March Madness game for baseball. There's nothing better than a single elimination tournament. Instead of like how many mark how many games do a college basketball team play before the tournament? Maybe thirty. Yeah. They played 162, Massey. It's a lot. It's a lot of work for one game to come down to one game. I know some baseball purists think that, mm-hmm. but I'm just a fan, so screw the baseball purists. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it for the farm system. Suspen- a farm system. Mm-hmm. B the suspense of like the seventh through ninth inning. Oh, for sure. So it's great. It's exciting. We're I mean- sneaking up on the baseball playoffs. Are going to sneak up on supers fast because we're only. I mean, there's a Hall of Fame game tonight. Yeah, football is here. The Broncos just February. won on like a tip drill in the in the fourth quarter. So, oh, really? So jackpot. Congrats, football Broncos. is back. Once football is back, I'm going to forget completely about baseball. I'll and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's October now. My fantasy team sucks. What's happening in baseball? I'll keep you locked in. Sports fans, that was a promise from Trainer. He's going to keep us locked in. On the baseballs. And such. And such. We'll the talk fights, about it. The fights, the playoff races. We talked a lot races. of baseball, baseball this this podcast. That was my That was my New Year's resolution. I didn't tell you. Oh, oh okay. Sports fans. <laughs> Call us, 733-5465. Give us your money. There are people standing by. We'll give you something in return, depending on your donation level. It's uh, it's that time of year. We're raising funds. Keep the lights on. Keep this baby chugging along. Yeah, keep 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 the phones ringing. Uh, ends Monday evening, so, you know, all that you can give. Home stretch. Sports fans, that's it. Catch us next week. This is Teton Sports Talk here on 89.1 KHOL. Jackson.